What's going on? <laughs> it's your man Qualified, aka the Dirty Daddy, aka Mr. Black Future, aka Dr. Foot Lover. And we got Yo. Sadie C. Uh-huh. AKA the friend of Plant Daddy Death. Okay. AKA the friend of Black Future Quality. Yes. AKA friend of the people. Mm. AKA friend of Black Flamingo. Yes. Young Homie Keem. For sure. Always and forever. AKA. Get to go for me. A. AKA. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Wiggles in the flesh. Flesh. What up? We here, man. We here. Yeah. Okay, so um, I think the last time we linked up, mm-hmm. I was really excited about NBA All-Star Weekend. Oh, man, were we wrong. I was really looking forward to it. <laughs> Yo, but Friday started off lit, right? Yeah, Friday was cool. Friday, uh, uh, Celebrity All-Star Game. Jack Harlow was there. White Boy of the Year. Hitting threes. Yeah. They didn't look pretty, but they went in. He's a, he's a front runner. Oh, for the celebrity game, I don't, I don't remember what this guy's name was, but he's an Olympic long jumper. The dude with the little man bun? Yeah. The man bun right here? Yo, he was dunking, dunking? like a motherfucker. Yeah. Putting, putting up rebounds and shit? He was dunking the shit out of shit. Yeah. I mean, I guess it makes sense. He's an Olympic uh, Olympic high jumper, so I guess he should be out there dunking. But You like, know who else was out there dunking and acting a fool? Motherfucking Miles, Miles Garrett. Garrett. The fucking Hulk. (laughs) (laughs) Just flying through the air. Yeah, it's crazy because, like, he's also, like, the same height as Steph Curry. So just imagine him, (laughs) like, actually playing. He weighs, he weighs, like, three times as much. Yeah, (laughs) just this little Hulk ass point guard. (laughs) (laughs) Just disrespecting people out there. I was trying to take that rim down. Yeah, no, he really was. Because I've seen, uh, video of him like playing pickup and shit like that so i knew how he got down yeah so how um, old is miles garrett yeah google man yeah man i was uh i was was 26 26 that's what i was thinking in my head that's crazy oh i thought he was like 40 something (laughs) nah his his vert looked like his 40 something (laughs) i i would say uh no, no, because then the rookies had their thing, too. Like, the uh, rising stars. Yeah, yeah. So my man, Jalen Green, who I was really excited to see, he did not uh, show out in the dunk contest, but he did show out in the rising stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he His, showed uh, out on Friday. Well, let's, let's, let's start with Friday. Friday was Friday. good. Yeah, Friday was good. Yeah, so Friday, my man scored 20 points in his uh, rising stars game. And I like the new format. So it's like a little tournament. Mm-hmm. And... uh yeah, I didn't watch it, so yeah, tell me about it. Okay, so it's a tournament now uh, because it used to just be like the rookies the, versus the sophomores. Well, it was the rookies versus the sophomores, and then they changed it to USA versus the world. Oh, okay. Of so, rookies? Or so just, it of would just be, players? It would be rookies and sophomores, mm-hmm. and then okay. if you're from other countries, then you're on the world team, and if you know, rookies and sophomores from the USA were on Team USA. Uh, but... Now they, uh, so they split it up, and I think it was like four different teams, and they had like four different Hall of Fame coaches. So it was like Bill Walton, Rick Barry, uh, Gary Payton, Ooh, the and uh, James Worthy. Okay. So uh, all of them had uh, their teams, and then they had the, the rookies and sophomores who made the cut or the roster. 
and then the four guys like drafted squads. Mm. So I think uh, I forget how big the, they were. Like I don't know how big the teams were. I want to say seven or eight, but I don't know. Okay. Um, and uh, they picked their squads, and they played. Uh, the teams played each other like uh, in games up to fifty. And oh, okay. So was it like you got to win by two? Uh, <laughs> so overtime rules. I, you know, I don't. I okay. feel like they only had to win by one. None of that matters. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but no, nah, it made it kind of fun, like doing it in a tournament yeah. style and like only playing up to fifty. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like in Jalen Green's game, they ended up losing, but he scored twenty of the. Uh, I think we had 49 points. I want to say we, like, that's not the Rockets. But, like, they had 49 points. He had 20 of them. Like, you know, so it was uh, it was, it was, was fun. You could see the rookies who were, like, trying hard. Uh, what, did uh, Jalen Green's team make it to the finals or whatever? Nah. You so said they, they had 49. So they, yeah, so they okay. lost their first. They lost in the first game. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, Jay Sean Tate, who's another, uh, he's a sophomore with the Rockets. Uh, he was on a team with Cade Cunningham and Evan Mobley, uh, the number one and number three picks in the draft, respectively. Um, <clears throat> and I believe they won the whole thing. Uh, but Jay Sean Tate had a game winner in the first game. Ooh, so, nice. okay. It was and then, uh, then we rolled into Saturday, and yes. then we had the uh, the uh, the All Star events, right? Yeah. So, so started with uh, the challenges. Yeah. So the I actually like the yeah. new way that they did the skills challenge. They have they kind of took the shooting stars challenge that they had before, yeah, and put that into the skills challenge. Um, they have the the passing yeah. where uh, yeah, the things were moving. That. Yeah, that, that, was, that was different. I mean, I haven't watched All Star Weekend yeah, nah, in so a few a years. So um, the how they did the passing, I really like how the rookie team was doing that. They did like a three man yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, just like you would do, you know, back in the day. Yeah, if you played on the team. Pa- practice. Yeah, yeah. So they did the three man weave. You do that practice, not the I'm, game. Practice, not the game. You talking about practice? <laughs> but <laughs> you know about that. Allen Iverson, man, what the fuck are you doing? Well, here? no, because he didn't. He wasn't laughing, so I figured he didn't yeah, know about it. Like, so Allen Iverson got called out when he was playing with the 76ers for not showing up to practice, and like, so it was after a game. He was doing an interview, and, and he's one of the illest players in the league. Yeah, and the the person, the reporter, asked him why he wasn't showing up to practice or something like that, and Allen Iverson got upset, and he was like, "Practice? You want to talk about practice? Not the game. Not, not the game, game where I where I put my heart out." And that I like die out there for my team, not the game. You want to talk about practice, and then, and then like so, like someone's like, right. he's like, no, 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 no. This guy wants to talk about practice. Yeah, like he just got super upset about it. Wait, it became did they, like, did he win that game? <clears throat> uh, probably. I, I mean, he was sick. He was but sick. it it became like a whole meme. But it turns out there he uh, told a story like he told the story behind it. Mm-hmm. Apparently, like one of the reasons why he got so upset, like he was emotional. He had found out that, like, one of his homies had died. Mm. And so, like, he came out there, and then this dude started asking him about practice, and he just went <laughs> Like, practice? <laughs> this nigga's dying in these streets. <laughs> you talking to me about practice? Not a game. Not a game. And then he got traded to, what, the Bucks, The Milwaukee Bucks. 
Who no, the Grizzlies. Who he got, he got traded from Philly. Who did he go to? Yeah. Uh I think first he went to Denver. Okay. First. Or I, I was gonna say Grizzlies. Anyway, well, well he ended years the Grizz, later. The Grizzlies was like the la, one of the okay. last teams that he So was I on. think I think it was when he was with the Grizzlies, he was after after a game doing a thing and someone was like or, or no, when he found out he got traded. And they're like, hey, uh, now that you're going to the Grizzlies, are you going to show up to practice? <laughs> and then like, he, he kind of laughed. And he was like, practice? <laughs> like, he kind of memed himself about that. <laughs> yeah. At this point, he was cool with it. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so practice, game. I forgot how we got down there. But the, the challenge. Oh, yes. They, oh, the weave. Oh, the they weave. were weaving like, in like practice. what you do in practice. Yeah. Boom. Look at that. Full circle. Yeah. We uh, yeah. Nah. So, uh and then they and then they had like the actual obstacle course, yep. uh, the normal joint. Um, I think the no Cleveland because uh, yeah, they Cleveland had three won. teams, so yep. it was uh, rookies, uh, and that was Josh Giddy, Cade Cunningham, and two other niggas. Another nigga. Damn, who was that? One other nigga. Who the fuck was that? No, oh, some dude. And then there was Team Cleveland, so players from the Cleveland. Yeah, so it was uh, uh, Darius Garland, uh, Evan Mobley. Damn! And another nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck plays for Cleveland? Don't, don't worry about Google. Uh, no, I think don't, the, don't worry I about think the other guy was, uh, I think it was Isaac Okoro. I think that's who it was. Sure. I feel All like right. you just made that up. Nah, sure. that's a guy, though. Okay. He's definitely a guy who plays for Cleveland. Don't look it up. I'm We're not just sure it. if he was the third guy on Team Cleveland, but I, you know what, Google, man, just... <laughs> no, no, it's fine. All right, okay. And then there was the uh, uh, team, uh, uh, the, the brothers, the three brothers. Yeah, the... Uh, the Giannis G- brothers, yeah, 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 the Antetokounmpo brothers, yeah. So it was, uh, yeah, the Antetokounmpo yeah. brothers, bro. Uh, Giannis, Thanasis, and Alex. So they ran out of Alex was the, the younger one. He kind of they ran out of names oh. at that point. Molasses is what they should have called him. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, so yeah, Giannis and Thanasis, or Thanasis, they both play for the Bucks and the other guy, uh, Alex, is in the G League right now. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, um, Giannis was actually pissed at them. Yeah, yeah, because uh, he really wanted to win. That was he funny. Was <laughs> that was that was hilarious. Uh, so yeah, that that uh, the skills challenge was fun. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Uh, the three point challenge wasn't uh, wasn't bad. That was fun too. Uh, dude uh, broke a record. Yeah, Carl Anthony Towns, and he, that's uh, he's a big guy. He's a center. Oh, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, he broke yeah. a record, twenty nine points, I think. Yeah, yeah. So uh, and then uh, they they I I don't know if they just recently added this this year because I haven't watched in a few years, but uh, in the corner, the last corner, there was like a thing moving, like a like a hand or something moving around yeah. that they had to shoot over. So yeah. there was like a contested shot. Yeah, look at that. Um, Another thing that was cool about Cat winning, uh, Carl Anthony Towns, that's his nickname. Oh, okay. Uh, I think cat? he had on, yeah. Like, like a kitty cat? Uh, well, K-A-T, because, you know, oh, Carl like a K. Cool, like a cool cat. Yeah, cool cat. K. Bit or a big cat. Cool with a K. Yeah. Yeah. And cat with a K. Yep. I, Double K. But only two. Only, only two. <laughs> I made that mistake <laughs> once. Only two. <laughs> <laughs> Never again. Oh, man. But, uh, but yeah, so my guy, uh, my guy Cat, I think he uh, did his shots. He had a chain on, and I guess normally they don't wear chains. Uh, I, get, 
I don't know. I don't know if it was a rule that they couldn't wear chains, but they, uh, if it was a rule, they bent it for him. Uh, he's had like a lot of in the past year or so. He's lost a lot of people to COVID nineteen in his family, like his mom, and I think uh, I think the chain was like uh, something commemorating his mom. Mm. So oh, him yeah. winning the, he told everybody he was gonna win the three point competition and going out there and winning it and with the chain on. Uh, that was cool. That was a feel good moment. Yeah, yeah. You know, it wasn't a feel good moment. Uh, the dunk contest. Oh no, we skipped too far ahead. Oh. Another feel good moment. Oh, an, another feel good moment. The okay, the that sh- we the, uh, the, something that we liked. The concert. Oh yeah, Before DJ the, Khaled. Yeah, uh, came out there. Uh, Gunner was Yo, out was, there pushing I, P. I would say it was better than the Super Bowl halftime. It was fire. Yeah, Lil Wayne, Ludacris. Yeah, Lil Wayne popped up. Um, one thing that was cool. To, or one thing that was uh, funny to me during this uh, show, uh, I was actually uh, streaming it off a TNT app, so it was live. Um, I mean, I guess it was live for everybody else, but I guess, I don't know, there was, I, I feel like I didn't have tape delay because DJ Khaled 100% said, yeah, we them niggas. Like not censored, <laughs> and I was just like, "Yo, what?" <laughs> and then after that, he was like, "Happy Black History Month." Wait, is he black? No, no, he's not. That's what I was a little. But I what got, is he? Uh, some kind of Middle Eastern. Yeah, he's some kind of Middle Eastern. But he seems to get like the same kind of pass that Fat Joe gets. Yeah. So like, and Jennifer Lopez. And Jennifer Lopez, she definitely said nigga. Yeah, yeah. In the that Ja Rule song, I'm real. Yeah, oh. but I mean, she. I tell them niggas mind their biz, but they don't hear me though. Yeah, but I mean, but she, <laughs> like you know what I mean. But she a New Yorkian, so like they all get passes. Like that's how I be working. I was a New New Yorkian for five years. You know what I mean. And then I moved out here. So. <laughs> like they they be getting passes, so yeah. But he 100 percent was like yeah. We them niggas. And I was just like, yeah. <laughs> Obviously. We, we fucking are, bro. Like, nigga, it's Black History Month and it's NBA All-Star Weekend. Like, nigga, if there's any any weekend that's going to be celebrating some nigga shit, <laughs> it's this one. I, they might have just let him slide because, like, psh, yeah. No, it's okay here. Oops. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Uh, my man Ernie from Inside the NBA, like if he dropped an M bomb, I'm I'd let him. Mm, Ernie, er- nah, he's man. earned it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ernie earned it. You, like I'll let him get one off. Yeah, but but he has to still he be. He can't hit me with one of them Joe Rogan compilations though. You can't hit me with that. And also, he has to seem a little hesitant because if not, if he just says that shit, like like if it comes out too natural. Well, I mean, not either. He's <laughs> like, or, nigga, or, you say this as a nigga who says nigga. That nigga says nigga all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I would accept it if, if it comes out cool. If he does it, like you know, like so. What do you think about this, Chuck? What's good, my nigga? Like, and if it came yeah, out smooth yeah, like that, yeah. like I'm, uh, I'm okay because he got me because he like asked a question first. You feel me? I guess so. Yeah, Ernie. <laughs> If you're watching, <laughs> we fuck with you, dog. <laughs> okay. That that means I fuck with you, dog. All right. 
Um, but then, and then the whack ass slam dunk contest. Dunk contest. Okay. Worst dunk contest ever because I've been seeing that floating around. Worst dunk contest ever. I can't. I can't say. I can't say because it's been a minute since I watched them. But it's the worst one I've seen. I'm not. I'm. I don't know if it's the worst one I've seen. Like what else happened in that one dunk contest where they let uh, Birdman try that dunk like eleven times? <laughs> I don't remember. That was <laughs> like. Oh, I remember. Because only thing I can think of from that dunk contest wasn't, wasn't is that Dwight that Howard tried, in, in, tried that shit like eleven times. Wasn't Dwight Howard in that one? Oh well, I feel like that's the one Dwight Howard was doing all that all that Superman shit. But is, is I, that the one where he? Okay, it might because Dwight Howard could, was in a couple of them. He yeah, was yeah. he was in the other one that he lost to Nate Robinson. Yeah, that one was fine. Uh, whatever fucking dunk contest had Desmond Mason. Look that up. Was there one where Desmond Mason won it? If there's one where Des- Desmond Mason won it, that one might have sucked. <laughs> Shout out but, to Desmond Mason, though, because he's a really good dunker. But, like, 2003? Who was in that dunk contest? 2003. Nah, because, like, a bunch there of was, retired niggas. There was a period, like, because, what was it? It was 2000 where they brought the dunk contest back. Yeah. And then Vince Carter. <laughs> Tracy McGrady, yep. Steve Francis. They're cousins, by the way. Um, yes. Carter and Grady. Um, and then there was like another nigga who was in that dunk contest who actually sucked. I think Larry Hughes was in that shit. He sucked. Uh, I think Jerry Stackhouse might have been in it. Look, when this dude comes off, comes out, comes out first and takes forty <clears throat> minutes to put on some fucking Tims, and then five hundred attempts to make a dunk. Oh, never mind. Okay, so this the that dunk contest actually wasn't that bad. Um, Desmond Mason was blah. Uh, Richard Jefferson, he's oh, a really good dunker, but yeah. like he didn't stand out in that competition. But Amari Stoudemire had some shit that was kind of fire. Oh yeah, he didn't the, he do some shit like off the glass? Yeah, he uh, he uh, he brought Steve Nash out there. Oh, he did the soccer yeah. shit and caught the alley oop. And then, uh, and then Jason Richardson went the fuck off. Yep. And that shit. But, um, okay, so this dunk contest. First off, there was Cole Anthony. That's my man who you talking about who put on the Thames. Yeah, that was garbage. And did the dunk. It wouldn't have been that bad if he didn't take forever, like, Fucking walking around forever. holding the Thames and shit like that. He, then he put him on and he did, like, the he had to worst. Lace him up. The worst fucking woo walk I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like, I ugh, like it was just bad. It, it was been, it was cringy. It was it bad. Been a, it probably you know what that shit would have went way harder if either he played for the Knicks or the All Star was in New York, or I, like play a Pop Smoke song or like a Fivio Foreign song if you're gonna come out here and do this. And like when you do your woo walk, like. We we'll walk to that shit and make sure we can all hear it. Like, I might have, I might have uh, been more into it if like he's he's doing that woo walking. Like, I mean, Dior, Dior. Like, you know what I mean? I might have been a little bit more into it. I it just it, it lost yeah. me. It, it took way too long. The whole the process wasn't that bad though, because he did the. Well, I mean, what on his the he had to abandon the original dunk, right? Nah, no, it was the original. Yeah, it just it took just him took, forever. It took to him do forever it. to set it up. Yeah. That's that's what it was, and then they um, have to go back to the timer. You have a minute to complete a dunk. 
Yeah, my man uh, Juan Toscano Anderson. I don't know what you was doing there, bro. You are a very great. Uh, you're a good basketball player. Uh, you're a great in-game dunker. But I don't know why they had him there. Why, man? I was embarrassed when he put on Jason Richardson's jersey and then didn't, and then failed to complete a dunk. Like what the man? If I was Jason Richardson, I would have <laughs> came down there and be like, "Give me my jersey. Give, give it. This. Give me my fucking." <laughs> the kind of way you talk to a nigga through your teeth because you so man. Give me my give me that shit. jersey. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's that's how I would have did that. Jalen Green, goddamn. That's my guy. That's my he, guy. He is your guy. He he tried to do a very uh, hard dunk. So first off, he came out there. One of the things that was already going to get hate when he first announced that he had a partnership with Coinbase and that he was going to do a dunk with that uh, related to an NFT. So people were already just like, NFT, this is fucking bullshit. <laughs> yeah, he came out with an NFT chain on. So yeah, so he goes over... Uh, before he does his dunk, he goes and puts on, he has an iced out chain and there's like a phone connected to it, but it has an NFT because uh, I think he also had to deal with NBA Top Shot. So it was an NFT of one of his highlights. So he put that on, he wears it for a little bit, he gives that over to the judges and that th- th- people are already kind of getting annoyed. They're like, all right, if you're going to do this, then you got to do something pretty crazy. The dunk that he pl- had planned had a high degree of difficulty. And if he had a pulled off the original dunk that he had planned, like in maybe one or two attempts, I think the place goes crazy. It was like a bounce off the side, catch the ball, uh, take it in between the legs, and then dunk it, right? Um, He attempted maybe like... Too many. About seven times to try and get this right, it didn't count. Uh, it didn't count as a official attempt because I guess he was. They ruled it as him losing the ball before he the downward motion. I don't know some bullshit ass rules. Because um, you're only allowed what two attempts? Uh, I think it was three. Three. Three yeah. attempts, but he was able to try seven times because it wasn't actually a dunk attempt. It was him in the air losing the ball. Yeah. So. Um, the dunk that he actually ended up doing, if he had just done that, because he could have done that one off rip. If he had just done it off rip, he probably gets a higher score and people aren't annoyed. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. Um, it wouldn't have wowed the crowd, but it would have been all right. But uh, after taking like seven attempts up, like people were just like, nah. So you think he was trying to, he's going to sell that NFT that he was wearing? Uh, I'm I'm sure there's probably some kind of something coming coming through, especially since he has like an official partnership. I mean, he's still probably going to make some some money off of that. Oh yeah, but if he had made that dunk, oh if he had made the dunk, it's lit. He's going through the roof. Yeah, he's out of here. Um, and then the second dunk that he had in the first round was actually a nice dunk, and he got it down on his second attempt. And I think. After that one, Cole Anthony had missed all three of his attempts. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, but, like, uh, by that time, I think everybody was already annoyed. Yeah, he already lost the crowd. Yeah, everybody was already annoyed, and they was like, fuck it. So, like, it didn't matter that he did a 360 between the legs dunk and made it look 
effortless. Like, you know what I mean? But this is a, I feel like this is the bigger point uh, for me. And I want to talk to you about this. Uh, people saying this is the worst dunk contest ever. Ob Toppin did a couple of dunks that, like, when you really look at like the degree of difficulty and athleticism that it takes to pull off, shit is crazy. Mm-hmm. But like, they weren't powerful yeah, finishes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like that's what took away from it. Yeah, but definitely did. That one where he like, uh, I think he did like a he tapped it off oh, the yeah, backboard yeah and did some shit like being able to do that like that's crazy yeah that was cool like uh and then that other one where he uh i think he threw it off the backboard and brought it down in between the legs and back up like that or some shit like that uh yeah that he did another one that was crazy as hell but like when he dunked it it was just like uh, so soft yeah yeah um, it definitely looks more impressive when you like really like, slam that shit in. You know what I mean? Like, cause Vince Carter was dunking like he was mad at the rim. Oh, that one nigga who tried to do the the uh, Vince Carter arm in the rim and couldn't get his arm in the rim. Yeah, that was old boy Juan Toscano Anderson. Fam, <laughs> <laughs> like right then, so. After after you couldn't get your arm in the rim, trying to put your arm in the rim, like why would you put on the Jason Richardson jersey? <laughs> you could you, you even be Vince nigga, Carter. We, nigga, we already know you can't jump like that. You're not one of them niggas. You're not one of them niggas. But anyway. Um, You're not Vince Carter. Right? You're, You're not, not Jason Richardson. This nigga ain't even Desmond Mason. <laughs> nigga, you are Juan Toscano Anderson. And you barely that nigga. Like, nigga. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Like fam, that's what, see. We ain't never had no niggas in the dunk contest two last names. That's this why. It's because he's Mexican. No, it's because he got two last names. It's weighing him down. <laughs> Can't jump high. Wasn't well, he that. the first Mexican uh, in the dunk contest? Probably. They're they're saying something about him being the first yeah. Mexican American. Nah, he did a he did a dunk with like a a jersey with like the Mexican flag colors. He made that one. That dunk was kind of cool. Yeah. So I'm glad he didn't mess that one up. Cause if he had to did that shit that he did with the Jason Richardson jersey with the Mexico jersey on when they talking about you the first Mexican in the dunk contest then like damn he should have jumped over a low rider all my friends know the low rider we don't own the rights to this music <laughs> uh, but but what i wanted to uh, ask you about the dunk contest they're saying wait, wait hold up real quick sorry okay before you get ahead. to that do you not like him because he's mexican or because he didn't do good dunks no i actually have no beef with him if there's any reason why i don't like him it would be because he plays for the warriors okay just making sure yeah nah. i know how you feel about mexicans <laughs> Uh, but uh, what's it called so the dunk contest Mm -hmm. they're saying this is the worst one ever I think part of it because they were talking about like some of these dunks that people were doing like the shit that Obi Toppin was doing it was on they were like you didn't realize how dope it was till you watched the replay and see exactly what he did and yeah. like you know Kenny was like I don't want to ha- or I think it was Reggie who was saying like I don't want to have to watch the replay no I'm pretty sure that was Kenny okay, that's, that's Kenny. some Kenny shit to say yeah. <laughs> and he was hating on Jalen Green with some fucked up shit cause you used to play for Houston Kenny you won your two championships in Houston Kenny 
But um, on, I still Kenny. fuck with you, dog. But <laughs> so, looking, at, looking at Rockets Twitter, they not fucking with him. But like, my thing is, have like, are we like desensitized to the dunk? Like, because you think about like, you can look on Instagram and follow like Team Flight Brothers mm-hmm. or like look on Ball is Life or any of this shit. And you can see niggas doing crazy dunks. There's professional dunkers. Yeah. I don't know. I feel... So, two things. Two things about this dunk contest. Uh, Well, the one about the dunk contest is I feel like people are... People feel like it's worse than it was because of the commentating that was going on during the dunk contest. I talked to you about this a little bit earlier. They were shitting on these niggas. Dwayne Wade. uh, Dwayne Wade. uh, Reggie Miller. And, and Kenny the Jet were all on there just talking shit about how this slam dunk contest was shit. Yeah. And you know, like, you're the commentators for this shit. And you're talking shit about how, like, this is garbage. Like, but as like, a, as a, as a <clears throat> fan or someone, like, I need you to lie to me to hype this shit up to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I like, know what shit, too. But, like, when I got Dwayne Wade saying this shit and he's, you know, talking to me, like, yeah. I'm like, well, fuck, yeah, that wasn't shit. But, like, all right, so if you're of the school of thought where somebody's, like, Yo, I'm commentating, but it's up to you to like provide the show. You got to get me ex- get me something to get excited about, right? Yeah. Like so if they but if they're saying that, right? Like what can we do to get people excited? Pause. Like they people are saying like one of the things that Kenny was saying that night a lot is I want to see something I've never seen before. How many different ways are there to dunk now that are, like, humanly possible? Yeah. Like, yeah, these niggas is NBA players, but, like, they're NBA players. So, like, they don't get to focus exclusively on practicing dunks, right? Maybe I heard somebody say maybe give some of these guys announce it earlier and give them more time to practice dunks. Now, I don't know how far in advance the, the players know because I saw their... Uh, I think like maybe a couple weeks before All Star, there was like, because uh, I'm tapped in on Rockets Twitter, you feel me? <laughs> uh, so like there were rumors going around on Rockets Twitter that like Jalen Green was gonna be in the dunk contest, but there hadn't been an official announcement yet. Mm-hmm. And then there was even a press conference where like uh, a Houston reporter asked him about the dunk contest. And he was about to say some stuff, and then like they told him like don't say anything, and he was like, oh I don't know, I can't really talk about that, and like everybody laughed because like we knew obviously that he <laughs> already knew, yeah. But since there wasn't an official announcement, he couldn't say anything. So I don't know how far in advance they know, but I imagine they probably don't know too far in advance. But I wonder if like some of these guys who were because all of these. You're if you're in the NBA and they're inviting you to the dunk contest, it's safe to say that you're probably a pretty good leaper. So like all these motherfuckers can can jump out the gym. Like yeah. I was shitting on Juan Toscano Anderson, uh, jokingly, but like, yes, that motherfucker can jump out the gym. Like you know what I'm saying? He might not have like Aaron Gordon bounce or Zach Levine bounce or even Vince Carter bounce, but like you. Put oh, definitely him, doesn't have Vince Carter bounce. You said what? He definitely don't have Vince Carter. True. <laughs> we saw that. We saw that. Right? So like, I synced it. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? He got crazy bounce. Like, it's not like he's just like, so, like if he ran with your five at the Y, like he dunking on y'all niggas all game. Mm, I don't know. 
he's not putting his arm in the rim, but he's dunking on him. <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna pull up now. <laughs> you haven't seen my squad at the YMCA. Oh, you, my squad right. at the quack at, at the Croc Center. Oh, he's dunking on y'all. Uh, no, uh, oh, y'all, hard, y'all nice. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but uh, the other thing is about the dunk contest is I used to I used to not like it like back when I was watching like the dunk contest every year. I didn't like how it was transitioning. But now looking back, like I feel like that's what it needs to get back to, um, and that's like at one, at some point it became less about like Vince Carter just going out there and fucking up the rim and doing crazy shit to like a whole show, like a whole like uh, Dwight Howard goes and gets the Superman cape and then well, he yeah, goes, nah. and he's, you know, like it's like he grabbing people from the crowd or whatever, you know, like it's a whole like thing they bring in a fucking car and you know like it's a huge thing going on like yeah, that's that's what see, needs to happen now because all the regular ass shit is done so now you got to provide someone with like a an experience leading up to your dunk but yeah like but like what's motherfuckers gonna do like Jalen green tried the nft thing that's now that's new mm. and like kind of fell flat yeah uh cole anthony tried putting on Tim's and dancing and hyping up the crowd and nobody gave a fuck. <laughs> like, in fact, we shit on it. We thought it was terrible. <laughs> like, so motherfuckers was, try- motherfuckers was out there trying. Like, you know what I'm saying? My man put on the Mexico jersey and everybody was just like, eh. Like, uh, and, and then he put on another jersey and fucked the dunk up. So he was like, man, damn. But like, We've I'm putting seen on, mad niggas put on jerseys. Like, look, look, I'm rolling out a red carpet. Okay. I lights off in the stadium. Uh huh. And then you hear the music. Doom, 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 doom. I, I can't think of how the music go, but you hear the music, and then you hear number twenty three. Oh, okay. Michael Jordan. And yeah. the lights turn on. Michael Jordan standing there on the red carpet under the rim, and then some nigga comes out with some Jordans. Jordan fucking jersey on, and, and then jumps he, over and him. just jumps over him, like that's right. a fucking experience. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I just made that up. I mean, that'd be fire. <laughs> but like, I feel like also like who the fuck is gonna be the nigga that Michael Jordan? Oh no, no, to that's not that, that, that's jumped. Over. No, that's never gonna happen. But so, like, I'm saying like just you know something like, like that. Like you 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 said it like in order to get people to react. Because one thing before this dunk contest happened, like that I started seeing online, like I was excited because I'm a basketball nerd. So like I knew, I already knew who everybody was in the contest as soon as they announced everybody. And then Jalen Green is the rookie on my team. So I was especially excited, right? But one of the things that happened when, uh, I was looking at the online reaction. I saw a whole lot of who? <laughs> who? Who are these guys? Yeah. Man, y'all need to get John Morant in the dunk contest. We need so-and-so in the dunk contest. I feel like in order to like really make it pop, because like people still like, even though Zach Levine wasn't like a megastar at the time, like he had had like some poster dunks. Mm-hmm. And shit, and this was like in the YouTube era and the highlight era. Yeah. So like everybody like there was by that time, 
like there was like three or four dunks that everybody yeah. had seen. Yeah. And it was like, all right, yeah, we, we know this nigga about to get busy. And there was a couple of Aaron Gordon dunks that everybody had seen. Yeah. So when that dunk contest came off, like we was like, yo, these two cats going to get busy. How do you feel about never seeing LeBron James at one of these dunk contests? That- I used to it used I used to be like mad that he wasn't in it like yeah. the first few years he was in the league. Yeah. But after about like year four, I was like, oh, okay, this nigga's never gonna do it. Yeah, he's just not gonna do it. So I was like, all right. But cool. imagine that. Imagine like that, like the first four years, like that young LeBron. Yeah, no, it would have went crazy. But also, like now, because they like they don't pay enough money for the dunk contest. Like yeah. it, the whatever the winnings are and shit like that. Like niggas is like, yo, I'm not about to go out here and like dunk dunk. Possibly injure myself. Yeah. Fuck up my season. You know for what I'm the, saying? For this bullshit. Like the niggas who want to be in the dunk contest are dudes who want to make a name for, them, yeah, for the, themselves. So the younger, that's why hungry guys. It's usually like a rookie, younger dude, or somebody who is like a bench warmer or like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But then you have those dudes who are just like, you know, those dudes who actually do show up like back in the day, like, you know, Vince yeah, Carter day, and shit But like, like that. it's been years since we had somebody who was one of them dudes show up now the like normal practice is like if you don't catch me in my first two years if i'm if i'm a big enough star by year three you ain't gonna see me yeah like that there should be no way that like if i'm the nba and i'm trying to have the slam dunk contest is like one of the crown jewels of all-star weekend i am doing everything in my power to get John Morant in my dunk contest. I need John Morant in the dunk contest. Yeah. As soon as Zion Williamson gets healthy, I need Zion and Ja in the dunk contest. That is going to put, that would put butts in the seats. Like, niggas would be like, oh, this you don't even have to announce nobody else in the dunk contest. <laughs> oh, Zion versus Ja? Yeah, I'm pulling up. Yeah. You just go straight to the finals. Right? You don't even have to announce no other niggas. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what the finals is gonna be. Like, so yeah. There was some dude in the in the contest who hurt his thumb. Yeah, that was Cole Anthony. After yeah. that bullshit, yeah. uh, Timbaland shit. Then he tried that other dunk. Um, that actually that dunk would have been sick if he pulled it off. But then you saw it on the first time. It was like he threw it up and tried to do like this whirling 360 one hand catch dunk, and he smacked his thumb on the rim. Yep. And that nigga fucked his shit up. And then there was no way he was gonna complete the dunk after that. Yep. Anyway, anyway, that happened. Yeah. Sunday, there was a whole nother day. Oh yeah, Sunday. The there was a game. game. We'll just fly through that. Yeah. Uh, uh, John dope. Morant. I didn't see it. <laughs> John Morant was dunking on niggas. Yeah. And then uh, Steph Curry was shooting threes and turning around. Sixteen threes he made. Uh, All Star weekend. Uh, uh, All Star game uh, record. Yeah. Yep. So. Nah, but that uh, yeah, John Morant he had some dunks in that, in that uh All Star game that made up for the dunk contest. That's why they need that nigga, mm. John Morant. Everything Adam around Silver, do whatever you got to do to get John Morant in the dunk contest. Do that shit. You know what I mean, do it. Let let Zion get traded to the Knicks. Just move him there. Just do tell it. him he moved. Do it. We need it. I right, mean, so I. I I think uh, yeah, I think we covered I that. Think very, we thoroughly covered yeah. uh, All Star Weekend. 
But um, there was a there was another episode of Genius mm. that dropped. Uh, did you didn't get a chance to watch it? No, yet, I haven't right? watched it yet. No. Ah man, what the fuck's going on? Hey man. I mean, you know things happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that watched it though. So how about uh? All right. So uh, Google <clears throat> Man. Um, you watched. Uh, you said you watched part one. Yeah, I watched part one, and then uh, I started part two, and it was really late, so I just kind of turned it off. But yeah, so a little <laughs> bit, a little bit of the second one. All right, so um, part one, uh, we we talked, I talked a little bit about it, uh, just to give like a brief uh, overview for part two, if you guys haven't uh, seen it, um, or if you guys if if you guys have seen it, if you haven't seen it, watch it. Um, <laughs> uh, watch shit. Yo, so basically, it was showing like the making mm-hmm. of a uh, college dropout. So we get to see uh, Ye pull up on uh, pull up in the studio, and Pharrell is there. Mm-hmm. So he's like, "Yo, is Pharrell out?" They take him to the studio. Pharrell is working in. He talks to him. He raps like a song that's not even out yet. Just raps the lyrics uh, to him, and Pharrell is impressed just from the acapella like there wasn't even a beat um and then he plays him through the wire and pharrell like is his reaction to that like soon like after the song and he just walks out the room <laughs> and then he comes back he's like yo my man said through the wire and his jaw was wise so, like through the come on right he's bugging and then um he tells Ye, he's like, yo, you're one of my favorite artists and I only heard two joints from you. And then he starts telling him, like, yo, there's, like, motherfuckers that you can see, like, that they can make it. And, like, you can tell, like, some people, like, uh, that they'll, like, get complacent and get lazy. I don't see that happening with you. Like, he could see it right there. Like, as soon as he heard it, like, it was like the light turned on and he could see the vision. And that's one thing that's interesting uh so far in the first two parts because like it's him on the rise yeah like the people who could see the vision yeah like uh it's just really it's it's really interesting seeing that and it's and it's dope um and like seeing the validation he gets from that like when you know important people are like oh okay like the smile he had on his face when he's like rapping with hove and like hove is like oh shit like you gassing this verse like it's crazy um one another thing that was crazy that I didn't realize um getting the album finished like after he had gotten to the accident um I mean I think he talked about it but like Rockefeller wasn't paying him attention and he didn't yeah, have he a, had a hustle he, he had didn't a have a budget for the album so yeah he's he he's borrowing studio time time. yeah like that was crazy Um, just rolling up like hey yo how much time you got yeah like like, let me get in here real quick let me let me lay some shit down and then i'm gonna send you that beat hold up yeah (laughs) and just cranking out classics you know what i'm saying like this shit is crazy um but uh but there was uh one guy who um and this is uh back in part one uh, there's one guy who noticed uh, Kanye and and saw the vision and and kind of broke down like he saw 
like the whole I think he's kind of saw like the whole thing laid out like talking about fashion and everything and uh, that was my man who was with Rockets and he wanted to sign Kanye but the, the bosses didn't want to sign so the the A&R at Rockets Records uh, so I had brought up uh, brought this up on last week's podcast um, make sure you got that no, so I yeah I had brought this up on last week's podcast uh, talking about how I thought it would have been interesting just on the music side of things musically um, Kanye if instead of signing with Rockefeller had been signed with uh, Raucous Records and especially at that time with the run that Black Star was on and Most Def and Talib like individually and then just that sound like that kind of resurgence that that sound and that feel had after college dropout drop like uh just the music that they made even on college dropout two words uh you know um get them high like you know what i'm saying just having those uh they they were already together so like what if they had been like officially on the same team and all that talent was in-house like that could have been crazy like think of a full black star album produced by kanye with features Mm -hmm. that would be crazy like yeah and then just that whole nucleus and that whole sound just i could see everybody just kind of migrating together like with with those three on one label people uh you know that sound just migrating all over there and doing shit. But, um, you know, the, I was just thinking of it musically and what would have happened, right? Yeah. But marketing-wise, I feel like for in order for Kanye to blow up the way he did right out the gate, Marketing-wise, it was extremely important for him to sign with Rockefeller. And I won't, I feel like he was 100% aware of that. And, and that's why he wanted that Rockefeller deal. Like, that's why he was walking around the offices playing All Falls Down in everybody's office. But, um, but yeah, so I we, we yeah, kind of started this conversation. Not, not even just blowing up. The way he did, but probably longevity wise too, because one of the things that that stood out was how he he was very interested in the fashion side of it, and we all know now what he did with the Yeezys, mm-hmm. um, and continues to do, you know, and trying to trying to be innovative um, beyond the music. So I was saying it would it was probably really good for him to have been working with Hove. And to see how he moves. Um, so I think... I really think things worked out the way they were supposed to work out. And um, obviously there is still the relationship with like Mostaf and Taleb Kweli. So. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he still opened doors for them. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Oh, yeah. Without being on the record. And you know, or without being on the record label. It's crazy because I always felt like there was this like gap. Oh, shit. <laughs> this big gap between um, like most Def and Kanye mm-hmm. but what Black on Both Sides came out in 1999 so it's like 2000 era 
Yeah. I didn't I didn't realize. Yeah. Yeah. And by that time Kanye was already active producing beats and yeah. stuff like that and probably around some of the same circles. So you know what I mean? Like cause what in the they showed him in Genius in that video with he's with Mason uh in Harlem World and that was yeah. what, ninety eight? So And I fuck like I'm I'm a huge fan of most Def. Yeah. So like seeing him and um Kanye spitting on the on the um documentary. Yeah. You know, where they're spitting two words. Yeah. I was like, oh shit. And like most Def is going. Um and then Kanye starts spitting his verse. Dude, I was almost in tears. Yeah. Like, like just like the raw determination and he's like pushing it out it with his chest. Like, yeah, because he's trying. He want everybody to hear him in the room. Like, mm-hmm. this is like where he's like, they were discussing new artists and who they were gonna try to bring in, and he was kind of just hanging out, waiting. Yeah, and so he like they're filming, and he's hanging out with his people, and they're they're spitting this thing for for the camera, but you can see it, like you can feel it. Yeah, like that that fire that was there. But um. <clears throat> We're going back to the uh, the I, what I feel like was the importance of or some of the importance of the marketing of him signing with Rockefeller, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So at that time, Rockefeller was like a cool label, a big label, yeah, and this is yeah. uh, this is during a day and age where like. Fans are aware of what record labels yep. people are signed to, yeah. and like, and, and they wear their clothes. And being on the record label is is almost like crew affiliation. Yeah, See, it's nowadays, like a badge of honor, right? Yeah. So like nowadays, right? Um, Lil Baby is is signed, and Lil Baby's with uh, what Quality Control Music QC, right? But like Lil Baby fans will tell you more about Four PF. Then they would be trying to shout out QC, right? Now, when we were coming up, like back in high school, like say, like you know, G Unit was a crew, but they, you know, had they label or whatever. Um, and was it uh, Aftermath? Weren't they signed to Aftermath and Eminem? Yeah. Well, at least Fifty was. Yeah, Fifty was, and I think G Unit might have been under him. Like there was a G Unit imprint that was started under him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, I forget I forget who was like the bigger label. I want to say Universal, Interscope. Interscope. Yeah, it was Interscope. It was, it was Interscope. Interscope. Uh, yeah, so they were all under Interscope, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but at that time, like say Murder Inc., that was a crew and the record label. And if you was a Murder Inc., you fuck with cats on Murder Inc. You fuck with them, and you might not. Fuck with, with aftermath, aftermath because like nah, nigga. interscope and all that shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So like now the nowadays there's crews or you know whatever that have replaced like the record label affiliations, and so like people might be like, oh, I'm you know whatever, 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 but like we're signed to this imprint through this imprint through this imprint and all the way back to Columbia. So like we might not even really know who the record label is for some of these niggas like it's not that important yeah right but back then but back then it was the label like that was kind of like oh okay 
this label got these type niggas and this label got these niggas. So Rockus was the underground niggas. Yeah. Rockefeller was like street niggas, cool niggas. I want to be like the niggas who signed to the rock. Jay-Z is, you know, the best rapper in the game right now. He was that, like, by that time, he was like that nigga. You know what I mean? So we, like, Rockefeller, you fucking with Rockefeller, that's, that means something. Yeah. And then that Rockefeller chain, like, in Through the Wire, like, they made sure to put that scene in when he's in Chicago and like, I'm the newest member of the Rockefeller team. And holding up the chain and the crowd going crazy. And then here comes the chorus back. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that meant something. That, just that image, like, did a lot. Like, it's been how many years? And I'm never going to forget that image thanks to that music video. Like, that's like an iconic moment, right? That's like a hip-hop, that's like hip-hop history now. Yeah. Literally. So, um... And then another thing, like during that time, this is before like the internet played such a big part in hip hop. Nowadays, like when we were, we were talking, uh, cause eventually guys, we're gonna do uh, episodes where we cover certain regions of hip hop. So we were having a conversation off air once about Atlanta hip hop. Mm-hmm. And like just naming all, like naming all these dudes from, Atlanta and some of them haven't really had the like they Atlanta is there is still like the central home base like this is where I be at and uh back in and you know they're able to do that now more because of the internet and just the shift in music and to where like regions and stuff like that don't matter as much yeah like now you can hear a guy like ASAP Rocky who's from New York and he has a whole bunch of songs that sound like they're from Houston. Yeah. When I first heard him, I wasn't sure where he was from. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you can have dudes in New York who sound like Lil Baby. Don't matter where you're from now, like, because it's just like the whole the regions all blurred yeah because of the internet but back during these times you needed a new york cosign you needed niggas in new york to fuck with you yeah to to be taken seriously to be able to blow up like for real for real everywhere you might be hot in your area you might be hot in your neck of the woods but but if new york don't fuck with you then (laughs) then you ain't gonna be heard yeah exactly that and that's where all the hip hop media was. That's where everything was. So Kanye wasn't. And then on top of that, Kanye's not from New York. Kanye's not even from L.A. Kanye was from Chicago. Like now, when they were talking about people from Chicago in the documentary, mm-hmm. like the first name they said was R. Kelly, and then they was like, no, like rappers. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, oh. The only they could only mention common and they wasn't even calling them common they were still calling them common sense <laughs> like you know what i'm saying so like it was that i feel like that part of like i'm with a new york label but not only a new york label but like the new york label the new york label <laughs> like made i don't by, think there is i mean 
maybe other than Bad Boy. Yeah. I don't think there's any other label that's like, that's New York. Right. You got Bad Boy and you got The Rock. Exactly. Like, that was was New York. You know what I'm saying? It's like, we got these niggas. I got Dame Dash and Hove saying like, yeah, yeah, this nigga nice. So, like, as far as cosigns, like, it don't get too much bigger than that. And especially, like, needing that New York cosign. So, he was, like, that just did a lot for, I feel like, the perception of Kanye. Yeah. Like, here's this dude, backpacker, polo. He don't look like what everybody else thinks is cool at that time. Um, you know, this is after... This is after 50 Cent. Everybody wanted to be a gangster now at this point. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, 50 had made gangsters cool again. Like, after all the flashy, jiggy shit that Bad Boy had did for the past few years. So, like, gangster rap was back. And he came out of nowhere and was just like, yo, I'm a regular nigga. I promise. I'm so self-conscious. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, so, and I feel like having that cosign and that backing of... Rockefeller like once once they actually got behind him after he uh, put his own money up to do Through the Wire the video and they saw the response to it but it was a combination of Kanye being a genius musically and like having really dope shit and then that Rockefeller cosign in an era where that meant something yeah being like boom now we uh had talked about having like a conversation about music marketing and shit so just explaining like that cosign that kanye had and mm-hmm. like what it did for the perception of him and then it basically saying like to street niggas or cool niggas to be like, yo, it's okay to fuck with this nigga even he got this weird ass polo on. He can't, he don't. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he just got CDs in the backpack. It's cool. Yeah, like, <laughs> like he dope, man. Like, nah, he he kind of he kind of weird, but he cool. Like, it's it's literally that's what it is. Like when you bring your nigga who don't be around like niggas and be like, hey, nah, he different, but he cool though. <laughs> yeah, like, you know exactly what I'm saying. Like you gotta, he, he different, but he cool though. That's basically what Rockefeller don't, did. Don't, don't mind him. He gonna be in here. He gonna do some weird shit. He gonna say some weird shit, but just he, yeah, he, like, he cool nah, though. Nah, he cool. <laughs> nah, he cool. No, I fuck with this nigga. Like that's basically, that's what Rock, that's what the Rock did. And then like once everybody heard what he was doing they was like oh you know what we fuck with this nigga too (laughs) okay we get it you know what I mean so like it felt like he kept having to show and prove like every time every time he started to make some waves and like he was winning over his peers yeah but every time he was ready to make the next step to do that next album or to sign that contract like it was always like some bullshit and it was always somebody who don't know shit about somebody the music. saying, "Well, I'm not, I'm not here to judge people's taste in music <laughs> or their receptiveness towards Yay, but it was re- it's just really cool to see because we it's been talked about. It's documented, obviously we're watching, yeah. it. but to watch it in action and to see him like, "Yo, I'm fucking dope. Listen to this. Oh, you don't think so? All right." I'm gonna show you 
Like, and he just move on to the next one. Like, yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. We talked about that um, Scarface. Yeah. That was embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> it was embarrassing. Not for Ye. <laughs> for Scarface. Yeah. Like, watching that back, be like, damn. <laughs> that was Jesus Walks he played in front of me. <laughs> I said, next. <laughs> what else you got? Uh, watch, watch when he listened back to the album. He's like, nah, it didn't sound like that when he played. It. <laughs> no, nigga, it did. It did, nigga. It did. We bro. got the tape. <laughs> it, just, it just got a little awkward. And he took the 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 silver lining. Like he said, it was incredible. Yeah, <laughs> family business, which yeah. he's not wrong about. Oh yeah, no, that's a great song. <laughs> it's just he didn't see the vision for Jesus Walks, which I get because it was so out there. Yeah, which is crazy that something like that can be so out there and still to this day. Yeah. To this uh, day. To this day. <laughs> to the- Deontay Wilder. <laughs> How do you tell this? <laughs> oh, he was pissed, bro. <laughs> 200 years to this day. I don't even remember what the question was. I, I don't just, know, but he, he brought it. He, he took it to slavery. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit Shout out to that nigga man <laughs> He was um, upset <laughs> you, never see, you haven't seen that clip either We'll, we'll play it for you after yeah. Thanks <laughs> But uh, but yeah nah man um, I, I was going to say Because you were bringing up the marketing And I know we talked about that a little bit last time It's different obviously now It's 100% Like different. we don't require on labels I don't fucking like I don't know any like pop in labels i mean i'm sure there are some but it's i don't know if it's like the brand recognition that it once was yeah no everything is different and the internet makes it to where like motherfuckers can be so segmented and where like this motherfucker is like a huge star to this population of people but like motherfucker i've never heard of this nigga yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, recently I became aware of an artist. Uh, well, not, well, I mean, I guess within like the last year, a uh, few months back, it was like late <laughs> last year. Anyway, um, last year, a few months ago, I guess that works. It's February. Yeah, it's weird. It's February still. <laughs> like, so it was last year, um, like around November ish, maybe October. I became aware of an artist by the name of Yeet. Y-E-A-T. Okay. And this motherfucker is bubbling right now. He's going crazy. A lot of the younger cats fuck with him. Uh, I guess he started buzzing because of TikTok. Mm. And they love making TikToks to his songs and shit. When I listen to his songs and shit like that, and I see the TikToks they make, I get it. It like his music like lends itself very well to like a certain type of editing that is easy to do or i don't know how easy it is but like the kids are good at it on tiktok um because i've seen those style of videos before i heard his music but like it just really makes sense with his music anyway you can have a motherfucker who is popping on one app and now because of all these apps are tied into music some kind of way and sharing music on the apps you can have a motherfucker who gets popping on one app and has a lot of followers and then transfers that over to all right y'all fuck with my shit but like <clears throat> it'll it'll it's still like that segmented 
uh, it's just like that little segment. But like on this one app, I have you know twenty five million followers, and like I'm the shit here. But like it was, it wasn't until uh, Yeet music started spreading to like the one of the it's like a hip-hop slash meme it's like a hip-hop news slash meme page that i follow on instagram and then like all of a sudden every day is posting like memes about yeet and i was like yo what the fuck is yeet <laughs> so i started listening to your song i was like all right man what the fuck and there's one song that i've played for you a bunch of times called get busy uh and it's where he says this song already was tempered. Here's a bell. Mm. Oh, here goes the bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that joint came in. So I heard that shit, and that shit just like I was like, oh shit, this nigga like I don't really know what he's talking about, <laughs> but this shit is a vibe. Like it's just like vibey. It's fun. So he has an album that just dropped last week, Two Alive. I don't know what it's about, but the <laughs> shit is heat. I think I think mostly what it's Why about. Why don't you know what it's about? Is like can you not understand what the fuck he's? I saying? mean, I can understand what he's saying, but it's just like I mean, it's not about anything. Really. Right, like right, it's right. just about like it's about like young boy shit. Like you feel me? Like it's it's not really a lot of like, it's not like deep. It's like <laughs> it's just like a lot of. We Why are you be, saying young boy shit as if we ain't young boys, bro? All right, it's just like a lot of we be partying. I got money, y'all niggas suck. I do a lot of drugs. I be popping perks. Like, and it's just like, eh. yeah, that's us. I mean, well, okay. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> yeah, it is. Hey, sh- my kids are sleeping I'm, upstairs, I'm, bro. Sh- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry, keep, that was the perks. Keep your voice down. That was the perks. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, nah, man. So, um, you know, it's a bunch of young boy shit. Like, it's not shit that I identify with personally, but the music is fine. I, I identify as a young boy. Pause. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> right. But it but the music is but the music is fun, man. Like if some if some yeet comes on at the party, like I'm dancing. Alright. Um We should but, have a party and throw some yeet on. Yeah. Right? If only there was, you know, a date that we could that's significant to us. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. Huh. <laughs> but <laughs> But uh, but yeah, um, so I was actually so once I became aware of this motherfucker, like I was anticipating the album. Yeet is that dude, but y'all motherfuckers ain't never heard of Yeet. There's like in, in my family, probably the only people I can think of, like maybe two people who have probably heard of Yeet. Now, with the type of buzz that I'm seeing. In the sur- in the segment of social media that I'm in for this one artist, right? Like back during these Kanye times, if I'm seeing this much buzz about artists, then we're all seeing this much buzz about an artist because the place where we see the buzz is different. There's certain blogs to go to. There's magazines that we look at. So now, oh, like shit. With- the source you know what I mean? <laughs> stuff like that yeah there's like there's uh like how kanye was pressed he was like i want the you heard it first i need to get the you heard it first on mtv yeah like he really was gunning for that because he knew that like 
when that pops up, like motherfuckers, we watching MTV. You know what I'm saying? There were outlets where we're all gonna go. Now, like the outlets are so split, like yeah. motherfuckers can be here and there and not here and there, but still get whatever fan base because like motherfuckers' attention is everywhere. Mm-hmm. So like. There was an interesting question that they brought up on uh, Joe Budden's podcast. Shout out to Joe Budden. Uh, Like where they were, uh, I think, well, I think the question originally came from uh, Punch from TDE. And it was like, are there any rap superstars? And I feel like there are superstars, but the definition of superstar is just really different because media is so different now. It's kind of like what he was saying in the last episode about, like, if you were globally known, it was a big deal. And now if you're known, you're globally known. Yeah. Or at least, like, nationally, right? Places that speak your language, they're going to kind of know who you are. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I mean, I would say Kanye West, Jay-Z, rap superstars. Yeah. But these are also guys who are holdovers from a different media era. Yeah. Where, like... You know what I'm saying? You, if you get the machine behind you, then it's behind you. And Drake. then Drake, but even he kind of came in towards that tail end of that other yeah. era. Like Drake is before streaming still. Oh, here's a a random thing. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why it just popped in my head. Uh, this past Sunday, Christian went to a birthday party. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of his classmates had a birthday party. And I took him to Walmart to go get a gift for his friend. And uh, I don't know how we got on the... Su- oh, I guess birthdays. Christian asked me if I was older than Walmart. Shit. I had to Google the shit. I didn't know if I was older than Walmart. Yeah. But while I was Googling the shit, I was like, I'm, I know I'm older than Google. Yeah. Google came out in 98. Was launched in 98. Yeah. So I was like, fuck, am I older than Walmart? I looked it up. Walmart was opened up in Arkansas like in the late 60s. Oh, okay. So I'm not, but I think we might be, I don't know when the first Walmart popped up on the island. I feel like we didn't have one for a while until, I, I tried Googling it. I couldn't figure it out. But uh, I feel like maybe we, like Walmart came to the island late. And that's why Damn. Like I felt like I might've been older than Walmart. than Walmart. Wow. But I could be wrong. There could have been always there could I think Kunia Walmart and Milani Walmart are the two oldest ones. Yeah. I just don't know what year they opened. And I was impressed on trying to figure it out. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> it was for a while like though cuz I know we had Kmart, Walmart. we had like yeah. Kmart and Coppola yeah. forever. And then there was another the Kmart in Waikele. I feel like was you was going to, there. if you was going to Walmart here, yeah, you was going to Kunia or Milani yeah. for like a while. Yeah. But <clears throat> But yeah, no, you're uh, you're right. There, I mean, there are certain people who are superstars. I would say Lil Wayne is. Oh yeah, uh, a rap superstar. Yo, I recently rediscovered. I haven't heard this shit since I was in like high school. He came out with I don't know if it's a whole reggae album, but he has like some reggae tracks, like where he's spitting. Uh, one of them is called Rude Boy. Okay. That one's pretty fucking dope. He has, yeah. he's p- puts on this little Jamaican accent. And it's yeah. like a Jamaican beat, and he's fucking spitting on it. Shit. I'll play it for you after. Rude Boy uh, yeah. from, from Lil Wayne. You find it on that piff. It's good. Okay. 
That piff. That piff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I use that piff for mixtape shit still. Yeah, nah. All the shit I can't find on Spotify, like that I used to listen to back in the day. It's like, oh, because they're oh, all mixtapes. It's still there. <laughs> yeah. So, so, I go to, so I go to that piff for it. But, um, but yeah, just like the the difference when, with uh, marketing these people now. And then back then, like you only made it to like a certain level if you because sales mattered right eminem became such a big deal because so many people went and bought those cds yeah like you had to actually go and buy those cds so that's mad people going and buying that shit so like it wasn't just like streaming yeah streaming now motherfuckers can have like billions of streams but it could just be like the same <laughs> segment of the fan base. We got your shit on repeat because we really fuck with you. Yeah. Like there's and there's so many different ways to like fuck with streaming numbers. There like there's fan bases that uh, like a lot of these K-pop fan bases. They'll be on Twitter talking about like, hey yo, and spamming and having whole threads like such and such drops tonight at midnight. This is what you need to do to stream to make sure that they make it the number one. So there's certain fan bases for certain artists that'll be like, yo, let's help our guys' numbers because like the way that the streaming game is worked, like works now, like everybody, including like casual fans, are like now aware of numbers. Yeah. In whatever degree in that like and because streaming counts for the charts and stuff like that. So now like artists can have like inflated hit totals yeah and all these streaming numbers that say they're going through the roof and that they're super popular and stuff like that but like how many people really fuck with you like we don't even like it's so it's hard there's less like hard evidence now like you can use engagement and all that stuff but it could just be like you're really popular on instagram yeah like it could for some of this be like motherfuckers just like looking at you like you know I mean, what I'm saying? It's like the island boy syndrome. Yeah, like not like not everything that's getting crazy numbers is it's because good. it's good. <laughs> or yeah. like we And then they go out somewhere it. in public and they get booed out of places. People trying to pick fight with them. So yeah. Throwing shit at them. Yeah, like there's like y'all are real popular online and you've actually have gained a following. But there's a whole lot of people out here who just like don't get the joke. Don't give a fuck about the joke. Don't fuck with you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, I think now, like, it's... Well, for them specifically, it's like, you described it as the joke, but they don't think they're joking. (laughs) They think they're hot. (laughs) They'd have some credibility if they, they, there was irony in it. Yeah, like they knew they were a parody or something. But they're not. And so there, there's people that do that, yeah. and I don't know if um, you you want to continue, but we got a guy who do that. Let's talk about this guy because this is uh... uh so um, I came across this dude on TikTok maybe two or three years ago, probably around like 2019. Yeah. Um, just kind of randomly and like saw i think a video of him doing like a skit or something like like just some shit and the dude had a bow cut 
and some bright ass like uh, windbreaker and he was riding a scooter hell yeah <laughs> and uh his name is oliver tree yes and another I was, album that came out last week that i was yeah, uh, excited dude. about and i was just like oh this is fucking weird the fuck who the fuck is this and i looked at a couple videos so like, all right cool and i just like left the page didn't think anything of it but i kept seeing him pop up on like my for you and like not gonna lie like dude's a character yeah the stuff is funny and then it's semi-interesting and i couldn't figure out if he was memeing or if he was serious <laughs> like it'd be like oh no he's definitely just like fucking with us and then it'd be like oh he's got an album drop in okay so this is his persona and then the more i looked into him the more i realized like this is just how he is. I mean, it's probably still a persona. My, yeah. my my best take on it is this was a character he developed. I think I saw like there was a a thing on him and they were talking about where he got this character from was from back when Vine was a thing. Yeah. And he linked up uh, with two content creators. I think one of them was a producer or something or a DJ um, in like a, they're in going to a business school. Mm-hmm. And they showed him like what they were doing with vine and their like content and numbers and things like that and he was like oh i can like get an audience this way and this was like one of the characters that he had done while he was with them nice and so he just perpetuated it eventually into tiktok and um i'm guessing on youtube and other things i've only seen him on tiktok Mm. and it took me probably the last two years <laughs> before i was finally like yo no he's a musician like this dude is dope i didn't realize yeah. i didn't get the joke so with him it's like there's a joke yeah he's joking he's having a laugh he's producing shit that's dope but he's wrapping it up in this package and it's up to the audience if they want to buy it or not yeah you know what i mean so it's like like wink wink nudge nudge you want to be in on this joke with me enjoy some music and then you can show people this like goofy dude yeah. that's kind of my take on it but it was the opposite of what the island boys is yeah essentially <laughs> nah, so like yeah these days like <clears throat> as far as like if you're trying to market yourself uh or market your music or whatever it is that you're trying to do like there has to be like just like an entertainment factor and like now because there's so much media that is going you know that's grabbing people's attention uh like mtv doesn't even really do shit like the you heard it first and no, stuff no they don't anymore. even play music anymore they like, just play I mean? fucking just a bunch of sitcoms fucking or not sitcoms but yeah shit. shows reality yeah. shows and all that shit yeah. you know what i mean so there's not like a lot of those big outlets anymore but we do have social media so now the new thing is show them your personality or show them something that they can get entertained by and buy into and get to the music because also like with uh <clears throat> with um music marketing I, I was trying to get to this last week but we were you know we was just talking <laughs> um, we'll be doing that yeah i mean it is a podcast um but <clears throat> as one of the things that's changed with streaming and with consumers uh like 
I was saying it a little bit, like, now, like, a lot of the albums that come out are not really albums. They're more, like, playlists. Yeah. Because playlisting is the way to go now as far as if you're just trying to get streams and get your numbers. Uh, and, like, we'll see people play the play the games, the streaming games where they drop the album this week. Okay, now next week I'm going to drop the deluxe with the couple other songs that you guys heard snippets of on my Instagram and really liked, but they weren't on the album before. Now come back and stream it and my album can get to number one this week with these extra songs and you guys listening to it, right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> or whatever it is that, whatever uh, game it is that they're playing. But, um... You know, with the uh, with the change in streaming and just uh, the change in how people consume music, that's why music. That's I, that's another reason why I feel like music is valued less because now, like when compare it to when we're watching Genius, right, mm -hmm. and seeing how much work and how much thought and how much vision he's putting into crafting this entire college dropout album as far as the skits and everything that ties it together, the aesthetic, the photo shoots that he was doing in the college, like everything, like you rip, like you, you flip through that, uh, if you bought the actual CD and you flip through that book and you see the pictures in there, like, and like all him doing all this college looking shit him wearing the bear suit yeah you know like all this stuff going on it all ties together it's a full body of work now look at a rap album these days from just about anybody and you'll probably see like 20 tracks 22 tracks uh or you'll maybe you'll see like 12 on the an initial and then the deluxe comes out and it's got like 24 tracks and this that and the third and it's just like there's a lot of them don't have skits there's yeah. nothing tying anything together they're it's just, just, just songs that's it's just a bunch of it's just mm -hmm. a bunch of songs it's just a bunch of playlists or it's just a bunch of uh singles because now like with streaming like you don't have to go and buy the whole album mm-hmm with streaming, you can just pick out what three, four songs it is that you like, and you'll just listen to those. Like, you know what I mean? Or you people just pick and choose, and it's just playlists. You, you think there'll ever be a time where that switches again? Like, do you think someone could release a single track album, but it is like 30 minutes long, and it just goes through a bunch of different flavors? Hmm. Uh... I don't think I don't think so because I don't think anyone's gonna that's gonna keep anyone's attention. I mean, album. depend on the music, right? Depend I on mean, the vibe. I I feel I I think it. I don't know if it could happen in hip hop. I mean, I feel like if it was gonna yeah. happen somewhere, it would happen in hip hop because you think about like the DJ sets, people mixing music. It's just someone taking the extra step to mix their own catalog for that album mm -hmm. and I feel make like one cohesive piece. I feel like I, the first. I could dig that. I mean, no, I I could definitely dig the concept. Uh, I mean, it's I mean, it's base. It's DJ mixes. 
<laughs> but yeah, but as the artist, but as you the artist, choreograph it, you, you you arrange the music in such a way. I mean, I mean I'm exaggerating, right? Like, because we're talking about like devaluing music, songs get shorter and shorter. No, nobody making albums anymore. So what if an artist came out and just said, "Fuck it, yeah, I'm just gonna go the opposite way." Yeah, no, I I feel you, but uh, I feel like the place where like you could be ballsy enough to do that experiment and see if it works would probably be in like dance music. Yeah. I mean, I get, yeah. just Like, but like somebody who's like an artist, right? Like, and they could just like cure, like how you're saying, like curate that and like bring in different vocalists and switch it, you know, like say like a house album. Mm. But we're gonna make it one long track and bring in different people and just switch it up and like that. Like I could see that happening. Uh, I feel like if somebody was gonna do that in hip hop, it would have to be somebody like Yeah. Yeah. And what if what if, like they treat it like it was uh, like a concert almost, just with the production value. They weren't just performing. You know what? It. Now that we're talking about it, I feel like this might be some yay shit. This might be something that's not that far off, especially just looking at how, because he's kind of doing this already. Yeah. Like he's kind of doing this with the live stream shows, like yeah. with how he was previewing See, me Donda. Yeah, we on the same wavelength. Come fuck with us. <laughs> Yo, come fuck with us, Yay. You know what I mean? <laughs> like how bullshit. he was previewing Donda and Donda Two, like. You know, music is nonstop. It just goes in from other songs. Like if yeah. you released it in like a block like that, people would listen to it. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I, I feel like in hip hop, there's only. It would either be someone Yo. like it would either be someone like Ye or it would be the underground. That would be imagine um, having the royalties to something like that. And a movie wanted to feature part of the album, part a song in their movie. Imagine the royalty. They can't buy just one song. It's the whole fucking album. Yeah. You got to pay me for it. Pay me this shit. So I'm saying. Yeah. When you bring your value yeah. back. Fuck but, with uh, us. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, the, I, I think now there has to be... Like going back to uh, the superstar, yeah, right? yeah. So now you have to be almost there's so many different facets of media that you have to cover yourself and create content in these areas, right? Lil Dicky, Lil Dicky. So I fucks with Lil Dicky, yeah. Lil Dicky's another one who, yeah, um, TV show. He has a TV show. Like it's he's created, good. it's really good. And he he wasn't an actor originally, and so like you talk about superstar and then hitting different media outlets. Like Childish Gambino was an actor, mm-hmm. and then he also rapped. Yeah, and comedian. Dave comedian. was the opposite. Yeah. So like, a rap superstar. <laughs> Now, yeah, so, like, now it's more like your people are social media superstars or, mm-hmm. you know, or mm-hmm. just stars, right? But I feel like in order to break through to that next level and, like, really be a superstar superstar, there has to be, like, 
there still has to be some kind of way to show that you produce on that level mm-hmm. right so back in the day like how i was saying eminem we could tell that this motherfucker was really a star because people were showing up and buying these CDs. Like, we had physical evidence. There's, like, these are no longer in the stores, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Imagine um, that. Running out. Yeah. You right. can't get them no more. Yeah, it was sold right? out. Now, I went to... Like, Can that, you I, run out of streams? Can I sell out? No. I Damn. went to three circuit cities and couldn't find the new Eminem album. Right, like that was a, that was a thing. That was a pro- that was a problem that people had. Does Walmart have it? Right. You get, no, you got to try Tower Records. Yeah, Tower yeah. Records. Yeah. So um, that's why, man. No scarcity. All these like, musicians, man, they think like, no, nah, just infinite copies. Infinite <laughs> copies. But these, but not familiar with the the collector's market. You know what I mean? No, I hear you. But but these but in these days you still have to. There still has to be some kind of way where you move product, mm-hmm. right? So there was a name that came up when these guys had a conversation as, like, guys who have come up in the newer era, streaming era, who's a superstar. And one name that they mentioned was Travis Scott. I was going to say, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Because Travis Scott, his music is bumping. Cats, listen to him. He sells out his own festivals mm-hmm. he all over the place he has to deal with mcdonald's he has collabs mm-hmm. with uh he's had shoes come out with nike mm-hmm. like people was buying like i people was trying to buy the travis scott's you know what i'm saying people wanted those the i want nigga i went to mcdonald's and got a travis scott meal i don't even I, fucking with mcdonald's i just happened to be there but i did get one and <laughs> i went and i well i I just happened to be going with my son, and we was getting him lunch. And then I was like, "Well, since I'm at the McDonald's, let me get this Travis Scott." His net worth estimated to be at fifty million. You know what I'm saying? So like, but He's him, dating a Jenner? Yeah, uh, impregnated her twice. You already know, so <laughs> you know what I mean. But um, a dope dad. He, he's a dope dad. Friend of the show, <laughs> Travis no. Scott. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's it then. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so there's a lot of people who are popular, but like other than streams, other than them streaming well and stuff like that, and we already know that streaming doesn't really pay you well. Mm-hmm. Like, who's who's somebody that's gonna move merchandise? Who's somebody that's gonna like who? That's there still has to be a measure like that sets certain people apart and like guys like yay and hove back in the day they were able to set themselves apart by like oh look at what i sold and what y'all sold look what i did in my first week 50 cent was one of the biggest names in that era and then when yay was like all right we when they was like all right we're gonna do this head to head yeah that battle thing you know what yeah i mean competition a massacre yay, yay one it was a massacre that <laughs> <laughs> uh, was 50 cents album the yeah, massacre it was, it was a massacre all right <laughs> yeah hey how, how are we doing on time we're at an hour and a half oh, oh fuck so you know like i said man just like last week these kind of conversations can go on forever yeah like just 
thinking about the the differences. So you know, I guess we'll 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 table it here. Yeah. And come back next week. Come back to these superstars later. Part part three with superstars and <laughs> music marketing and. Are we? Did you hear all that? Did you hear Oliver Tree uh, announce he's retiring from music? I did not hear that. What the fuck? Yeah, so this last album, last album ever. I hope not because it's really good. Maybe maybe he's tired of the meme. I mean, or um, or maybe this is just like the next step and next evolution. Exactly. Maybe we'll find out his new real name. I I think that is his real name. Maybe it's not. his we mid- don't know. How do you know? His, so I know his middle name. You didn't name even know he is, was a musician. His middle name is Tree. His last name is Nichols. First name is Oliver. When I say it like that, it makes sense, don't it? Okay. Oliver Tree Nichols. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay, on that on that note, um, if you haven't watched Genius Netflix, cut us a check uh, because we're sending all of our... Uh, all of our viewers to go watch that if you haven't uh listen to oliver tree uh he's got two albums out now that are really good so check that shit out yay uh fuck fuck with us yay two alive yay uh don the two um just email us that bro just send it (laughs) or send us a stem player Yeah. Yeah, yeah Or, or if or, you're a watcher of this program and you like us a lot, buy us a stem player. Yeah, and we'll like debut it here and like play we'll with it. Like, hey, shit. look at this stem player that so and so bought us. Thank that you. That at I want whatever on Instagram player. gave to us. Right. That like shake the house. Yeah, buy us a house. That that Ooh. too. Oh, it comes with the house. Yeah, with a stem player. With a stem player. All right, you guys want to make any other demands, or should we end it? It's <laughs> <laughs> our list of demands. <laughs> um, so tune in next week when we're disappointed that none of this shit happened. Yep. <laughs> uh, you good? Yeah. Good? All right. Here's our hey. outro. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks for getting all the way to the end of the podcast. Hey, you can follow me on Instagram at Quali is Ill. That's K-W-A-L-I-I-S-I-L-L. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. You can follow me on Instagram. My name is Eddie.C. That's Eddie.C-E-E-E. That's Eddie.C-Triple-E. And don't forget to follow the podcast that's two dope dads podcast the number two dope dads podcast that's where you can stay up to date on uh all the episodes that are dropping and just you know some dope dad stuff that we're gonna post on there so uh yeah definitely follow that and and thank you see you guys next time boom boom pew 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 no